0: This is Caps PA announcer, Wes Johnson, and you're listening to What The Puck! Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of What The Puck. It is a Washington Capitals podcast, which means it's a podcast about your 2018 Stanley Cup champions. Thank you all for listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player.fm, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Well, how's it going, everybody? How was your all-star break? We are back. Well, I am back. Unfortunately, Coach Dan, a little under the weather. So last week, uh, we had all in intentions to record uh, because, of course, we were like, ah, we're going to take the week off, and then the Capitals are like, we're going to start signing people. We're going to do all the stuff you guys have been talking about for the last couple of weeks. So we were like, great, let's do a show. And then my work schedule got in the way. So we're like, all right, well, let's just record like we were planning on Monday. And then Coach Dan came down with some sniffles. That's what he, that's what he told me. Couldn't do it, lost his voice, uh, so it happens, but I'm here with you. We're going to talk about the last week in Caps Hockey, so let's talk about those two deals that happened last week. Daniel Strom and Sonny Milano inked deals. Daniel Strom's deal is for five years, $25 million total, cap hit of $5 million a year, and then Sonny Milano's deal Three years, five point seven million total cap hit of one point nine. Really good deals right here. I gotta say it. Coach Dan said he wasn't really happy uh, about the Daniel Strom deal just because it's a lot of money. Uh, but I gotta say I, I'm totally for both these guys getting signed. Uh, Daniel Strome's only twenty five years old. He has been absolutely fantastic on the line with Alexander Ovechkin. He's right in that perfect age demo 25 years old he's not too old he's not too young where he's still finding his legs Uh, he's not too old where he's just you know buying his time until he can move down to Florida no no he's a good age five years he'll be hitting 30 so he can uh, cash in or potentially get too expensive for the caps down the road but right now I have I think this is a great deal the caps are absolutely solid down the center You have Daniel Strom, Nicholas Backstrom, Yevgeny Kutsnetsov, Lars Eller, uh, Nick Dowd, you know, guys that are solid down the center. There's there's no room here. And while that is perfect for the Washington Capitals right now, you kind of have to look at uh, the future of the Capitals. What does that mean for guys like Connor McMichael? Are these guys now going to become trade bait? they is it just too busy for the Caps? Are these guys too good for the AHL? Are they too good for the Hershey Bears? Could somebody come calling saying we need a center and then the Capitals do that and they try to bring in a defenseman to, um, to potentially take the load off of Dmitry Orlov, who's kind of not doing too great without John Carlson there. I hope not, because I like Connor McMichael a lot. I like the talent we have down in Hershey. I'm a guy, even though the Capitals don't do it very often, I like bringing up guys that know your system. I love the fact that Vitek Vanacek was with the Capitals for so long, was with uh, South Carolina and Hershey, and then came up to the bigs and was really able to show off and do his thing. So I I I like that about that. So I like that, uh, that we don't see it very often. So what does that mean for Connor McMichael down the road? Hopefully it means he stays a capital. uh, But Dylan Strome, solid, solid team player here, doing absolutely great. He's third on the team in points. Uh, He can be a first-line center, a second-line center. uh, And you you always look a little bit better when you're playing with a guy like Alexander Ovechkin. I think we can all agree on that. So Dylan Strome. Absolutely fantastic. I love it. Five years. Get that guy's jersey now because it'll be good for five years as a capital. Now, Sonny Milano, three years, 5.7 mil in total. Coach Stan and I were saying the last couple of weeks, you got to get these guys now because they're going to become more expensive the more they play. And Sonny Milano took a very team friendly deal here. I think he kind of knew that this was his last shot to play in the NHL. He's been in a couple different uh, places didn't really work out he was in Anaheim had a really good showing in Anaheim last year uh, but for whatever reason it just didn't pan out for him there he had a tryout in Calgary during training camp and it didn't work out there and then he shows up with the Capitals they kind of took a shot on him Uh, he was in Hershey and just kind of had a look-see there and then he comes back to the big times and 22 points in 40 games. That's a solid player right there. This this might be, you know, the deal of the decade <laughs> for the Capitals if you want to call it that. Uh, Sonny Milano really has been play- paying dividends for this team. So impressive of what we've seen. I like what we've done with him, and uh, I think he kind of knew, hey, this is this is my last shot to play in the NHL. He's got that drive that uh, a lot of people need. He, he definitely knows this is it for him. It's go big or go home, and he's gone big, and now he's a Washington Capitol for three years. Absolutely love that signing. I, I'm happy with what the work was uh, during this all-star break for the team. These two guys uh, are are going to be a huge foundation for the future of this team. We know Alexander Ovechkin's getting older. He, he's got what, maybe four years left? I think that's what he has left in his deal, four years left. Uh, These two guys are going to help make those uh, four years, we hope, good ones. That's what I want to see. Dan actually said that uh, signing both of these players does not hurt the uh, prospects' chances of making the roster. It provides a team with more depth, and they're proven NHL players. So, Will it take longer for Connor McMichael to get back up to the big leagues? Maybe, but you got to think about it. These guys are solid. They've proven themselves in the NHL. Where Connor McMichael—no offense to the guy—he he really didn't prove it. He was with this uh, with this team for the last year and a half or so uh, up in the NHL, and he obviously didn't impress Peter Laviolette or Brian McClellan, and didn't you know? I think he also proved that the position he was playing in the NHL he wasn't happy with. So he's showing what he can do in the AHL, hopefully become a a, a more well-rounded hockey player, and then maybe we'll see him up in the NHL level at another time. I don't know, but we shall see. Now let's move on to the two games that we've had since the the All-Star break. The Capitals having what I think may have been their best game of the year against Boston, the number one team in the NHL, and the Capitals really took it to them. That one felt like a playoff game. It felt like these two teams were playing at their highest levels. They were fighting for every puck. It was a low-scoring game. Those are the type of games you want to see in the Stanley Cup playoffs because it's the best of the best. And the Capitals hung with the Br- Boston Bruins. They proved that they still got a, a fight left in this dog and that they're ready to go and they're going to they're gonna extend this uh, season. They're going to go to the postseason. They're going to face these Bruins. And then Super Bowl Sunday hits. San Jose comes to town and wallops this team. I mean, I was a little shocked by that, given the fact that they didn't look like there was too much rust. They didn't have too much rust on Saturday against uh, against the Boston Bruins. But for whatever reason, they, they slept in on Sunday. They, they didn't look well. Uh, I know it was a back-to-back, and you're coming off 10 days off. But, geez, I mean, at least put in a little bit of effort. I, I felt like this team... Didn't do anything. And I also think it's really odd that Dylan Strome and uh, Sonny Milano ink these two deals and then halfway through the game on Sunday, they get benched. They they play for very little time in the second. The last, like, I think nine or so minutes, they don't leave the bench. So was Peter Laviolette trying to send a message to the, these guys like, hey, you signed deals, it's no time to take time off now. We don't have a lot of time. You can't take that time off. I guess let's see what happens uh, against Carolina on Tuesday. But this team uh, needs to figure things out. There are less than 30 games left in the season. How sad is that, by the way? Less than 30 games left in this season, and the Capitals have played a lot more games than the teams that are trailing them right now. So this should have been the San Jose Sharks not doing well in their own standings, in their own division. So this should have been a game where the Caps could have easily come away with two points, maybe give themselves a little bit of pad with the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, the Buffalo Sabres who are trailing them. But, yeah, so this is a big game coming up for the Washington Capitals. Big week, I should say. You have a, a couple teams that are right on your heels in the Pittsburgh Penguins. You've got uh, the Florida Panthers, who we're going to see later on this week. Uh, these teams, they're all fighting for some playoff spots uh, in the postseason, in that wild card, and the Capitals have played more games. So get those points as you can, because these guys are trailing not by that much, and... Um, see, we're at 62 points right now. Caps are at 62 points. Pittsburgh Penguins are at 61. The Islanders are at 60. Florida's at 58. Buffalo is at 56. Any of those teams can easily catch up to the Washington Capitals' 62 points right now. And teams like Buffalo, they... Um, Teams like Buffalo, they they've got four games in hand, four extra games than the Capitals. Uh, they've already the Capitals have already played, so they really need to get their their things together. They can't have these off nights like they had against San Jose. That's not how you win. It's not how you get into the playoffs. We could potentially be seeing a regular season exit from the Washington Capitals. I don't think anybody wants to see that. These these three games coming up could be I said this before but they these could this could be the deciding factor for the season. you have Carolina on the 14th, the Florida Panthers on the 16th and then the outdoor game on the 18th against Carolina again. Any bad blood coming up against the Florida or any bad blood against the Carolina Hurricanes that happens on the 14th. You got four days and then you got a, a national primetime game happening on broadcast television, not streaming somewhere, not limiting an audience broadcast television. Anyone will be able to see that that outdoor game uh, this is this is huge. The Florida Panthers, they they are looking uh, at the Capitals right now going, we could use that spot. We could use those points. Let's go in. Let's go get them. And these three games, you, you can't you can't let off the uh, let off the gas. You you, you got to go full speed ahead. And it sucks that we're missing Tom Wilson yet again. He did not come back after the all star break, has not played against the Bruins or the San Jose Sharks. Um which is, is really unfortunate, but two games against Carolina, one game against the Florida Panthers, any of these teams you could potentially see in the postseason, uh, if the Caps wanna get to the postseason. They're, they're losing time here. Okay. There's we're we're at the midway point in February almost, and you've got a month and a half after that, you know, you've got maybe two months of hockey worth, uh two months of hockey left two points every single game you can't let these games go to overtime especially in a team chasing you like the florida panthers you can't let that happen you need these two points you need to take points away from your opponents carolina is doing really well right now in the standings they are right behind boston they've got 76 points this is a good team this is a good carolina team And the Capitals are going to be facing their number one in the Metro right now. Okay, at 76 points. Number one, the Caps are are at fourth at 62 points. Oh, man, this is going to be a rough one. Metro is full of good talent right now. But that's that's where we're at right now as Caps fans. These guys need all of the points they can get. They are running out of time less than 30 games left the spotlight is on them this week due to that outdoor game um on the 18th which i mean that should be fun to see i don't know let me you know i'm going to check the seven day forecast let me check weather.com here and see what i can get for saturday's game in riley plentiful sunshine During the day on Saturday at night, partly cloudy skies during the evening will give way to cloudy skies overnight. Low of 33. That's hockey weather, baby. That is hockey weather. Oh, this should be a good one. Looks like there's going to be a lot of rain on Friday the day before, but it should have nice sunny skies. Saturday kind of soak up that rain. And then uh, Saturday night, 33 degrees. Oh, this has got Ovi's name written all over it. These guys are going to have a blast. I can't wait to watch this game, 8 o'clock, on Saturday night on ABC. Should be great to see. And let's see. I know we we kind of got some feedback about uh, what we said about those stadium series sweaters. And... Uh, I want to see them on the ice. I want to see how the Caps look. I know a lot of people out there really dig them, and I'm really happy you guys dig them and that you like them and that you purchased them. Support the team any way you can. Uh, Not my cup of tea, though, I got to say. I love the Ws, but apparently the Caps don't like to uh, get Ws in those W jerseys. We saw that on Sunday against San Jose once again. Are these jerseys bad luck? How come the ones I like? (laughs) Are such bad luck that really sucks because I think they look sharp in the the blue ones, but people dig the Weagle jerseys, the Stadium Series sweaters. So hey, if you bought one, man, good for you. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're wearing it on Saturday. I don't understand though. I mean, they had to know what these designs were going to be. Why didn't you release these before Christmas? I guess they wanted everyone to buy those reverse retros. I I, I got that's how I got mine. But uh, come on, give. Do it before Christmas so other people can buy them. But if you got one out there, you know, good for you. I'm glad everybody likes them. I know Coach Dan didn't like them. I wasn't a fan either. I'm not buying one, but the T-shirts are nice. I like the white T-shirts. Like, see, if they would have done something simple like that on the jerseys, I think I would have bought one. But it is what it is. That's what we got right now. So... Uh, it's just going to be like a little quickie show here just because it's me. I'm just kind of rambling a little bit. Uh, let's see what else we got for notes. I'm going to steal all of Coach Dan's notes. He's the one that does the, the pre-show prep. I'm the I'm the producer and the talent here. I'm going to let him go down on the farm next week. I don't want to do that. I guess we I guess the one thing I will say about uh, around the NHL is that the 2024 NHL All-Star weekend will be in Toronto in 2024. You can't get any more NHL than Toronto. So uh, that should be a good one. Will we see Ovi in the All-Star game again? uh, Probably. Uh, I would have to assume so. But that should be a good one. Uh, If you're a a fan of the game, check it out. NHL will be doing their all-star game in Toronto in 2024. So where do the Caps go from here? These three games coming up, got to win big. The line combinations, we've seen them jumbled up before. I want to see Dylan Strom with Alexander Ovechkin. I think the two of them work really well together. I think, did I say Daniel? It's Dylan, isn't it? It's Dylan Strom. Why did I say Daniel Strom? Nah, I'm I'm Dylan Strome. I, God, I hope I didn't say Daniel Strome all through this show. God, that would be embarrassing. Oh well. I like that combo. I, I think having Nick Backstrom and Evgeny Kuznetsov with Ovi always a good thing to see. But Dylan Strom with Alexander Ovechkin uh, has also been a winning combination. When you're playing with Alexander Ovechkin, you, he's going to make you better. He is one of those players, and that was one of the knocks of him as a young player, is that he's selfish, he hasn't passed the puck, whatever, whatever. But when you play with Ovi, he he pays you, you know? Dylan Dylan Strome got this brand new deal. I'm not going to say it was because of Ovi, but it sure as hell didn't help, or it sure as hell didn't hurt him, you know? (laughs) Uh, You you get bigger contracts, you get uh, to share some of that talent when you're playing with a guy like Ovechkin. And if you get along with him and you're a centerman, obviously it works out for you. So... I like that combo. Let's bring those two to get, two guys together. Then we've got that Swede line. we got Marcus Johansson and Nick Backstrom along with Sonny Milano on the uh, the second line. I think Milano's doing really well with those two guys. Nick Backstrom's uh, doing well. He's got two goals since he's been back in the uh, in the league playing, so that's really good. getting Kuznetsov, he's got to step it up a little bit. I know he got a little banged up uh, the game in Boston, and a couple of us were surprised that he was able to come back in the third, but proven he's he's tougher than he looks and he came back and uh but we want to see a little bit more from him and then we've got protoss and lars eller garnet hathaway uh on the fourth line I kind of miss Nick Dowd. I think uh, he's he's really an intricate part of this team. He's day-to-day, which is good, so maybe potentially we'll see him down the road. But uh, I want to see Nick Dowd back on that fourth line. Him and Garnet Hathaway do really well together, and I, I think that's that's what we're really seeing, especially in Peter Laviolette's system, is pairings for all offensemen. Pairings are really important. If you find a, a stablemate that works really well for you, he tries to keep you guys paired up together. But... I guess we'll see what Peter Laviolette has in store, man. So if Nick Dowd comes back and you got the big stadium series game coming up on Saturday, who do you think he'll sit? Ooh, that's interesting. I think you would want Lars Eller out there because he is a dynamic player, and that's a big game. I know, I know, it's supposed to be just like oh, it's on every other regular season game, but that's a big game. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. And uh, the defensive pairings really haven't changed that much. Eric Gustafson, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, they're your first uh, pairing there. Dmitry Orlov, Nick Jensen. Orlov's not been as sharp as you would hope uh, in, the, uh, in the last couple weeks. I definitely think he's missing John Carlson. Uh, we'll see if John Carlson comes back at the end of this season. Who knows? And then Matt Irwin, Martin Fehavari, Those that was your pairing for San Jose. Matt Irwin doing his job. I mean, he's a guy who sat for a very long time last year. Was rarely in the lineup, but has been doing well for himself. Uh, he has looked good out there. Um, that's a hard life you know you got you got to think about it. you got to be ready at all times but the chances of you playing are slim to none most nights but uh he's doing his job all right so let's go over the games until we talk again hopefully coach dan will be feeling better next week but on tuesday February 14th, the Capitals are up against the Carolina Hurricanes. That game's at 7 o'clock. You can watch that on NBC Sports Washington locally here. Then on Thursday the 16th, the Florida Panthers come to town. That game's at 7 o'clock. You can watch that one on NBC Sports Washington. And then the big game on Saturday night in Carolina, 8 o'clock start. It's at the Navy Federal Credit Union NHL, NHL Stadium Series at the Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh, North Carolina. That game is on ESPN Plus and ABC Broadcast Television. And then on Tuesday, the 21st, the Detroit Red Wings come to D.C. That game's at 7 o'clock, NBC Sports Washington. So look at that. Since San Jose, you got one, two, three, four home games. So these guys really are flying out for that Carolina, staying on the East Coast. That's their only travel day until the 26th, still staying on the East Coast. The 26th is against Buffalo, the end of the month. So you're looking, you know, you're not going too far away from home, not too many plane rides, which is good. These guys will be able to be in their own bed with their families for the next uh, two weeks, almost two weeks. I'm sure the family is coming down to Carolina for that game outdoors. This is good for the boys. This is good. This is good, okay? They gotta just get. They gotta play. They gotta play hard. They they can't let any points slip through their fingers. They got Carolina, the Florida Panthers. You got the New York Rangers, uh, all coming or all. Uh, you've got Carolina. You got the Florida Panthers. You got the New York Rangers at the end of the month. You got the Buffalo uh, Sabers at the end of the month as well. All teams that you gotta keep any points off the board from any of these teams and get two for yourself. That should be the point of every game, but those are extra special since these are conference opponents. But there's a big week of hockey coming up. Carolina, Florida, Carolina. That little swing right there really is going to tell you what the Caps are going to do the rest of the season, I think. These next three games, that's going to be all right. We were thinking, was December just a blip? They played really well. Is that who they really are? And then January comes, and they're not doing well. It's a roller coaster. Let's see what they do with these next three games. Once those three games are over, I think next week's show, we're going to be saying, all right, this is a team built for the postseason. Or we're going to be saying, this team's going to have an early exit. Let's look forward to the draft. Hopefully we can get somebody good from there. And then we'll see them in five to six years. All right, well, that's it for the show this week, everybody. You can tweet to me at Brando Cash. Coach Dan, hope you feel better, buddy. You can tweet to him at WTP Coach Dan. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whatthepuckpod. Whenever a new show comes out, you'll be the first to know. And we are always sharing everything we can with you. Like, if you live locally here, did you know John Carlson has a carryout special at Lido Pizza? How cool is that? 14-inch cheese, six wings uh two 20 ounce pepsis 22.99 you really can't even get jumbo wings for uh that price anymore so uh yeah go check that out but that is it for the show this week i told you everybody it was going to be a little bit of a shorty a little bit of a shorty show it's just me me and my cat marley He went expensive cat 600 bucks the vet last week this guy is an expensive cat yeah but he's a good podcasting kitty he's a working boy but that's it for the show this week. Everybody, say it loud, say it proud. Let's go, Caps. This has been a production of Brando Cash Entertainment. Music by DJ Wolfman, voiceover by Sarah Jacks. For more information, go to BrandoCash.com.